cold today. Figure why not two videos. Let's go ahead and make it three. All right, so I want to gonna have a little Bible time. Bible time with Karen. <laughs> hmm, Bible time. Okay, so I'm gonna share something that I read this morning. I, I, I feel like there's a theme that God has been leading me to over and over, and it's about trusting him. It's about faith. It's about faith. It's about trusting him no matter what fears show up. And if we don't trust God, there's no point. Why even seek him? Why even talk about him? Why even mention his name to other people? Why say, oh, I'm blessed? Just to say you blessed so you can tell other people that so they can feel some kind of way? Like, what was the point? Like, you may be blessed in that situation, but are you trusting him in other areas of your life, your relationships? You're quick to be like, oh, I'm blessed. I got this new car. Oh, I'm blessed. I got this new job. But how about your personal life? Are you, with you sinning, with you talking and gossiping about folks with you, you know, having sex and getting drunk and doing what you do. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, you you can't be that close-minded to only mention the good things and show that off. But the other parts that really matter are the parts that you're neglecting. And I think people fail to realize something. There, there are some laws here. Because I know people are probably like, oh, but this person's getting blessed and they're doing X, Y, Z and they don't live a right life. And look at me, I'm trying to live right and blah, 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 blah. And nothing's working out for me. First off, stop comparing yourself to somebody else. Second, there is a law here that I think we forget when you read. When you read, I believe it's, it should be in the beginning of the Bible. It should be in Genesis. If I'm wrong, it's somewhere in there. Moving on. It says, because of what Adam and Eve did and they got kicked out, God told them that they were now going to have to work by their hands and the sweat of their brow. So any person who is not a lazy person will definitely reap their harvest of their hands. And there's evidence of it all over YouTube. All over YouTube. There's people who've been putting the time in they've been doing this for years or maybe not for as long as some of the ogs but they've told from what they've put their hand and they've told their ground and planted their seeds and kept making videos kept recording kept editing kept uploading kept doing their thing and they stayed faithful through it and you didn't see their struggles you didn't see how broke they were sacrificing go and get that new palette or that new makeup product to talk about it. You don't know their struggles. So don't envy somebody because they are finally coming in their time of harvest. Be glad for them. Let them enjoy it because you know what? Your time will come. Yours may not look like theirs and that is okay because every season is different. And the question is, are you going to continue doing the same things you're doing or are you going to try to do something different to reap a different fruit? Maybe add more compost. You know, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm growing, I'm growing plants and one of the hardest things, I didn't realize it was even going to be this hard because I've had success, other successful um, times growing food. And this, I figure I got the yard space. Why is this so hard? The soil is not right for what I'm trying to plant. 
and I was getting ready to give up and stop trying to grow anything. And then I realized I have these pots. Stuff is growing in the pots. Why not transfer a lot of these things that I'm trying to grow into pots? Because some of them are dying. They're literally barely growing. Um, they're like in this shrunk phase where they're just not growing. They look like they were growing in the beginning, but they they like paused and they're like still at that stunted growth phase. And it just made me think about life. Like how life can look like it's getting ready to grow from that seedling form and it's growing, growing. And then you put it into the ground or maybe you grew it in the ground and then all of a sudden it stops growing. It literally stays at that malnutritioned phase, but it's still alive. It's still hanging on, but it's not growing. And that happened with <laughs> my kale. That happened with my kale. That happened with my eggplants that I was growing. That happened with all these flowers. Oh my gosh, y'all. I went to Sprouts and bought all these seeds for all these, to plant all these flowers so I could collect beautiful flowers and put them in the house, blah, blah, blah. Only three plants grew out of like five packets of seeds because the soil wasn't right. And then they were getting ate up. They were getting ate up by bugs out there. So I, I, I plucked them out. I plucked out three of them. And them things, they were at the same height like forever. And then I put them in a the pot and then it looked like they were actually dying. And then a week later, what they were doing is they were letting go of their old leaves. What was making them struggle and make it through, they were shedding that. And then now it's like it went, phew. I was like, I'm on, now I'm like, whoa, this came from that? Even my eggplants, like I'm taking like a lot of the, the old food, like uh, when you slice up onions and cucumbers and the ends of the tomatoes, things like that, eggshells. I'm taking all that stuff that I've already used that looks like it's trash and I'm putting it in the pots and I'm telling you now this stuff is like growing like nobody's business. What I want to say is what may look like is used up and it's trash will help something else grow will help something else that's dying to grow. Don't look down on your talents. Don't look down on what you do so well. Like maybe you're great at baking. Maybe you're great at drawing and painting. Maybe you're great at writing. Maybe you're great at expressing your thoughts. Maybe you're great at encouraging people. Do not look down on those things and be like, oh, that's, oh, I've always been like that. That's that's nothing. And just toss it to the, to the side, toss it in the trash. No, put it in something, put it in another plant. Put it with another talent that you have to help that other talent grow. And I can give an example. Like for me, I love talking. I love giving advice. I love encouraging people. And I've always been like that. But take that and mix that with another talent, which is video, video editing. And now I've taken it to another place, which is to encourage more people, to help more people see God, just to see how real he is, to start to, start to acknowledge him and trust him. And I'm telling you, like the whole plant thing, man, it blows my mind. Like if you're not growing a plant that harvests a fruit, not a flower, one that harvests a fruit, I think it's a different feeling that comes from it when you have fruit growing, when you're like, whoa, I'm able to grow tomatoes. Whoa, is that a jalapeno pepper coming through? Whoa, is that a bell pepper? Like it makes you, it's, it's a different feeling. Because now you're not only just planting it, you didn't only just 
you kept watering it, you didn't only try to make sure the soil is good, you're also going to get a chance to enjoy eating that 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 harvest, eating that hard work. Well, anyway, y'all know this video just kind of like veered off into that direction, but I just want to say that if you're not growing something, try growing something. Save seeds from something. Oh, by the way, I have like 11 avocado plants. Yeah, 11. You ever seen those things where they show the glass with the avocado seed and they stick the toothpicks in the side and have a little bit of water so and then all of a sudden it starts growing? Well, I've tried to do that several, 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 several molded seeds later. And honestly, I wasn't even going to try, but I've been eating all these avocados on this diet. And funny enough, I decided, oh, I have this big yard. This was around spring before I started this keto diet. That's how much I like avocados. And I planted it out there, didn't mark the spot where I put it. And as I was going through the yard, um, closer to the summer, I saw this plant and I'm like, oh, let me pluck this out because I want to pluck out trees that are, you know, random trees that don't need to be growing in certain places. And when I pulled it out, I yanked out the top and when I pulled the base, that was the freaking avocado seed. And I was like, whoa, this is the first time I've ever grown a plant and I didn't even know. So I took it, put it in a pot and started saving all the other seeds that I was consuming from the keto. And now I have over 11 avocado plants all this high growing, including the one that I snatched off the top leaves off uh, by acting unknowingly. So what I'm saying is sometimes you may have something, you may have a seed and it doesn't grow in a certain way. You need to be willing to try something different. And I just did it the natural way, which is just put the dang thing in the freaking soil. Just do it already. Just do it already. What in your life are you not doing? You're just not, just do it already. Why are you trying to do it the hard way, the way you see everybody else doing it on Instagram and on Pinterest? Do it the regular way. Put it in the freaking ground. Just do it already. I don't know who that applies to, but work it out. There's more than one way to grow things in your life. It's not just one way. Don't just give up because one way didn't work. I have way more seeds in that pot than 11. That's just what sprouted up thus far. And I, I know God is using my garden to like inspire me and make me realize that what may seem dead to me is not dead. It's only buried. It's only buried in the soil waiting to surface to the top. It's not dead. It's just waiting to sprout. It's doing this thing underneath the ground. It's getting its nutrients. It's make, putting its roots down. Because with avocados, it will grow a root this way and it'll grow a plant that way. And it's just doing its thing. Don't pull out the plant like I did before and, and not realizing what, what it is. Don't pull it out before it's time. And mark the spot. When you plant it, mark it so you know what you're growing. Keep account of it. Gosh, do I even need to continue past this? I don't know. Um, so what I was getting ready to talk about was Isaiah 51, uh, which is a call to trust the Lord. It says, listen to me, all who hope for deliverance, all who seek the Lord. Consider the rock from which you were cut, the query from which you were mined. Yes, think about Abraham, your ancestor, and Sarah who gave birth to your nation. Abraham was only one man 
when I called him. But when I blessed him, he became a great nation. The Lord would comfort Israel again and have pity on her ruins. Her desert will blossom like Eden and her barren wilderness like the garden of the Lord. And we just got done talking about seeds. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, Israel. For my law will be proclaimed and my justice will become a light to the nations. My mercy and justice are coming soon. My salvation is on the way. My strong arm will bring justice to the nations. All distant lands will look to me and will wait in hope for my powerful arm. Look up the skies to the skies above and gaze down on the earth below. For the skies will disappear like smoke and the earth will wear out like a piece of clothing. The people of the earth will die like flies. Mm. And that's... Mm. Y'all have no idea how much fly crushing I've been doing around this joint. And when I read this, I was like... But my salvation lasts forever. My righteous rule will never end. Listen to me, you who know right from wrong. You who cherish my law in your hearts, do not be afraid of people's scorn nor fear their insults, for the moth will devour them as it devours clothing. The worm will eat at them as it eats wool, but my righteousness will last forever. My salvation will continue from generation to generation. And there was a part I'm going to skip over to that kind of got me, which was, I, yes, I am the one who comforts you. So why are you afraid of mere humans? Who wither like the grass and disappear. Yet you have forgotten the Lord, your creator, the one who stretched out the sky like a canopy and laid foundations of the earth. You Will you remain in constant dread of human oppressors or people who talk bad about you? Are you going to remain in dread of what they're going to say about you and what people are going to think? Will you continue to fear the anger of your enemies? Where is their fury and anger now? It is gone. Soon, all you captives will be released. Imprisonment, starvation, and death will not be your fate. For I am the Lord your God who stares up the sea, causing his waves to roar. My name is the Lord of heaven's armies. And I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safely in my hand we don't we gonna stop there so the point in this video today many points many points <sighs> every time you fear remember who god is if he told you he's gonna pull you out of something he's putting it together he's putting it together it may not be on your time. You may feel some feelings that you don't feel like feeling. You may be scared. You may de be depressed. You may be having anxiety because you don't know what the future holds. That is your time for you to talk to God. Talk to him. Seek him. Call on his word. That's the part about reading the Bible too is you got to remember his word. He said he he's going to make you prosper. You know, like call on his word. He said, trust him with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. With an S. Not just one, 
You know, he said, no evil will, pros will prosper against you. The Lord is your strength and your salvation. And I may not quote this word for word because I, I, ain't, I ain't that person. And I'm okay with that. And I remember I used to feel some kind of way about it when I started teaching Bible study uh, with kids. And I started teaching Bible study with kids at this church before I even got to this phase in my life. I just, I don't know, I was just, they, they were looking for teachers and I was like, I would love to do that. You know, I've always just had this special connection with kids. And um, I would just, I, I would read what they handed us. But as soon as I was done, I would try to find some real life stuff that related to it and get the kids to talk. And who knows, maybe this was preparing me for this very day right here. And I, I just, I loved it, man. Just getting kids to think and just talk about the stuff that they're experiencing in school. And they were real, they were willing to keep it real with me because I was keeping it real with them. And it's, if you get a chance, you love kids, consider doing that because a lot of them are feeling overwhelmed and stressed and they need it. They need somebody to encourage them and keep it real with them, man. Don't just paint this fairy tale and don't let them know of what dangers lie outside the gates. <laughs> but anyway, so going back to this, yeah, we just got to we got to learn how to trust God. And even when we have trouble trusting him, which we're going to face, start calling on things that you've read in the Bible, promises that God has made. When he makes a promise, he doesn't break it. It is our mind that wanders off. We need to pray for God to pull us back in. Remove these, these thoughts of evil, these thoughts of fear, because fear doesn't come from the Lord. Every perfect good thing comes from the Lord. So fear is not perfect. And I, I usually have to go, I'm telling you this, I'm the kind of person, I have to Google quotes, uh, Google Bible scripture, because I'm like, I know it, it kind of sounds something like this. Scripture on God did not make us in fear, but out of love. There it goes. Thank you, Google. And it says, and this is Second Timothy. Timothy, yeah, this is Second Timothy, and it says, "For God has have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind." And I think we need to like memorize this quote. Matter of fact, this is gonna be this video's quote. We need to memorize this. Like every time a thought of fear start coming in, speak the word of the living word of God on this, which is. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind means I ain't thinking no crazy damn thoughts. Them crazy damn thoughts trying to pop in. That means exit bye-bye. I rebuke you in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Yahweh, in the name of God, in the name of Jesus. Like, I rebuke you. Be gone out of my sight. And these things are going to show up daily and you got to cast them out. They show up, cast them out. They show them, cast them out. Cast them out with the word. Don't just accept it. Cast it out. Cast it out. This is a good one. I got to remember this. 2 Timothy 1, chapter 1, verse 7. Got to remember this. This is good. Mm. Anyway, Lord, I just, I just want to pray over people who are watching. I pray for your spirit to fill us. I pray for your knowledge and your understanding and your wisdom to fill us. That, Lord, that we do your will. We do your will that we seek your will, that we seek you in all things, that we ask you for direction, we ask you for your help, that we ask you to guide us, we ask you to be with our families, our friends, and show us how to be more like you. Lord, I pray for you to show us how to be more like you. 
Yeshua, I pray for you to show us how to be more like you. I pray for you to give us the power, the love, and the spirit of a sound mind, like you said in 2 Timothy, O oh Lord. Give us your power, your love, and the power of a sound mind. The power of a sound mind, Lord. Give us the power of a sound mind, O oh Lord. Give us the power of a sound mind. Remove the fear from us, O oh Lord. Give us the power of a sound mind, a clear mind, the one that is focused on you and not the things of this world, Lord, but on you. In Yeshua's mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, anyway, thank y'all so much for watching, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.